Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We need to do a little sharing. All right. We are live. I'm happy to be back. this. Hello, Miss Darla. Yes, yes, yes. Come on in. Come on in. It feels like I've been away for forever, but uh, we are just thankful for another opportunity. Yes, morning, morning, morning. Look, I'm in here feeling nervous like a, like, you know, like I ain't never did this before. <laughs> But, you know, we always get excited when we have opportunity to share and do what the Lord is telling us to do. All right. I just need to do a quick little sharing so I can get started. And then we're going to jump right on in. I shared it. Now, where you at? Okay, here we go. All right. All right. So good morning. Good morning. Good morning for anybody watching live or even on the replay. I'm Dr. Jewel Williams. I am one of the pastors for Abundant Life Worship Center. <laughs> and so I'm just excited that, you know, the Lord had me kind of step away for just a moment. And he said, now it's time at the beginning of the year. It's like, you know, because one of the things God is doing for a lot of us is a restart. And so I said, OK, well, what do you want me to start off this month? Uh, my birthday month, especially. Um, what do we want to start off with? And so uh, what the Lord really gave me and what we'll be talking about this month is wisdom. And so I am calling this wisdom's journey. That's right. We are in the house. And today's lesson in prayer is going to be wisdom's foundation. And so, uh, again, I'm just excited about what we're doing. Now, one of the things is jumping right into, you know, if you if you haven't followed me before, I like to, you know, I, I could go right in and just pray, but I like to give the lesson. And that's maybe that's a teacher part of me. But the reason why we need the lesson, I believe, is because as we um, tap into the lesson and the why and the what is the expectation for what we pray. I think that makes our prayer life and our prayer um, uh, ventures even that much greater. Amen. And so um, one of the things as, as we start this month talking about wisdom, God showed me many years ago that wisdom is like heavenly currency, heavenly currency. And, and, and Proverbs 16, 16 says, how much better to get wisdom than gold to get insight rather than silver? And so he went on to say to me that there is no way that you and I can access wisdom and be in a place of lack. Let me say that again. When we access godly wisdom, there's nowhere we could be in lack in any area of in our lives. 
So guess what? There's if there's areas of lacks in our lives, that means maybe one of two things. Either we're lacking the wisdom or we're not applying the wisdom that God has given to us in those areas. So what does that mean? That means we need to either start applying it or we need to go ask because when we ask, God already promised that he's going to give it to us in abundance. He's not going to push you back. There's not going to be any pushback from God when you ask for wisdom. And, and, and we need wisdom so that we can make right decisions now that are not only going to benefit us now, but do you know some of the right decisions you're making now are also going to determine where you are and how you show up in your future? Uh, and so let me just get started with a very familiar piece of scripture that um, many of us have have seen, have read, um, and that is Proverbs one and seven. I'm going to read it in a couple of versions. So the New Living Translation says, fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. King James Version says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. The messenger says, start with God. The first step is learning and learning is bowing down to God. Only fools stum their nose at such wisdom and learning. So so what what there's some quick things that that I want us to look at even in just in that repeating of that verse. First of all, it talked each 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 different version said fools. What is a fool? It's someone who is misled either because of their being deceived or because of their refusal to follow godly wisdom. My first off the bat instruction is, Lord, help us not to find ourselves in foolish positions. Help us to not find ourselves deceived. What deceives us? We can be deceived because we want what we want. And so we're refusing to receive God's truth for our lives. Uh, help us not to be deceived because we're listening to wrong voices, wrong things. You know, the Lord, I've said this, I said this even when I came off and took my sabbatical for a minute. One of the things God said is make sure that you are listening to the right voices. And so you could be deceived because you listen to the right voices, or we can be in foolish states because of our refusal to follow godly instruction. Why do we refuse? Because we want what we want, when we want it, how we want it. And not only that, but what happens sometimes we refuse godly instruction because we say it's too hard. I can't do the work. And so guess what? God's word, not Jewel, the word that I just read, Proverbs 1, 7, in those different translations, all called it a fool that would do this. And it said the other thing that stepped out was despise. Despise is to hate or have a distaste for. What is it? That's because we want what we want when we want it. And there's a distaste for us doing the necessary work so that we can apply of God. So it, 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 the next point, even before we go further, is let's make sure we're checking. Lord, help me not be in no foolish spot and help me not despise the things that you are doing. Help me not to have a distaste for uh, correction. Help me not to have a distaste for you uh, shaping me. Help me not have a distaste for growing up. Because some of us don't realize we got a distaste for growing up because we are comfortable where we are. And God said, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't come to make you comfortable. I came to change you. And so let's look at just even from the this verse when we're talking about wisdom because this is what we're going to pray about today there's a reverence of god that is required so that we can access wisdom 
scripture said, fear of the Lord. In this instance, this scripture isn't talking about afraid, like I'm afraid I'm going to go hide. But this is talking about having this awe, this great reverence, this great honor for God in such a way that you are willing to submit to him. Uh, this reverence is it, it requires us to go into obedience. And this awe of God must then be the foundation, the beginning to us receiving the wisdom of God. And so I'm calling that today the wisdom foundation. Can you write that in the comment? Wisdom foundation. We're going to talk about today and pray today about our wisdom foundation, our wisdom foundation, uh -huh. our wisdom foundation. So write that in the comment, wisdom foundation. So what is a foundation? Well, if you build a house, your foundation is that first level that they put so that you can have, that's the load bearing. That's right. Wisdom foundation. Your foundation is the load bearing part of your house, of a building. And normally the foundation is underground. And so, you know, you don't start building on a foundation. You and I don't start building on a building until the foundation has cured, until it is set up. And for us, that means in the spiritual, we must be willing to let God do the inner work to build our wisdom foundation before we begin to see the outward and the upward. See, some of us, you know, you've been called to be a, you fill in the blank. And we think because I was called today, tomorrow I'm supposed to be it. No, God says, okay, you got a word. Now let me build wisdom, wisdom in you. Let me build that wisdom foundation in you because if you don't have a cured foundation, when you start to build on it, what's going to happen? Everything else is going to fall. And so we can see, we see it today. There are people that have an outward appearance of holiness, but guess what the Lord said? They got cracks in their foundation. Why? Because there's a lack of wisdom and God wants to help us to call so that we can use wisdom. He said, let me build your foundation. And for some of us, I even said this when I was preaching coming into or the last time I preached um, in, in 2021 was God said, I'm not just getting ready to fill in the holes in the cracks in the foundation. He said, if your foundation got a bunch of cracks, I'm getting ready to dig it up and lay a whole new foundation. And this is what he's saying. I got to lay that foundation on wisdom so that it can be low bared. See, wisdom is low bared. It means that you, when you have some difficulties and situations that hit you, if wisdom is on the inside of you, know what wisdom is going to do. Wisdom is going to rise up and give you the right words and help you so that you can make right decisions. Wisdom is what's happening underneath. If See, I tell you, you can't fool somebody if you don't have wisdom, you know what's going to happen? It's going to show in the outward. You can say all the right words. You can think you're doing all the right things. But if there's no wisdom attached, eventually we will see that you got cracks in your foundation. So what is this wisdom foundation? Well, first of all, and we're going to pray about this, is there wisdom foundation has and gives you the ability to discern. Come on, Holy Ghost. Proverbs 8 and 12 says, and let me, let me, you know, I'm, I'm, I want to, I want to. I want to uh, give, give you, I wrote all these notes out so I can show it to you um, as, as we go along. That's the teacher part of me. That's the teacher part of me. So, so the ability to discern and Proverbs 8 and 12 says, I wisdom live together with good judgment. I know where to discover knowledge and discernment. Listen to that little verse of scripture. Look at how much is in there. First of all, the ability to discern has to be part of our wisdom foundation. That has to be what we are built on. That has to be what we're walking in. And so what the Lord is showing us from this is, first of all, that means there's good judgment. 
you will make the right decisions. God said, this is the time where we got to make right decisions. We have to have good judgment because guess what? Good judgment is making the right decision. Wisdom is godly intellect, intelligence. God says, I have godly intelligence for you. And that knowledge is information, awareness, and realization. Sometimes if we can't do stuff that we're not informed and aware of even our own stuff and our own junk. And discernment is that spiritual sensitivity to God. God's truth. So what is that saying? It says our wisdom, meaning the godly intellect of God partners lives together with making right decisions. Come on, somebody. See, if you have a wisdom foundation, godly intellect is trying to work together with right decisions in you so that you have knowledge and you have discernment. And I love what it says is as I know where to discover this knowledge and discernment. I know where to go get the information. If you lack wisdom, if you lack information, if you lack awareness about yourself, if you lack re realization on what to do, if you lack any of that, you go to God. You don't go to the person that you can tell everything and they're going to agree with you and your mess. No, no, no. You go to God because God ain't a with none of us in our mess. He's going to tell us the truth about ourselves, whether we wanted to hear it or not. Amen, somebody. So that is it. So one of the things and one of the keys that we have with our wisdom foundation is this ability to discern. Another thing that we have with, with this wisdom is prudence, this caution. Proverbs 14 and 8. Let me just put that up. There's a prudence, there's a cautious, a cautiousness that comes when we are using this wisdom, when we're walking in this wisdom. It says the prudent understand where they are going, but fools deceive themselves. Come on, somebody. See, when we are not cautious, we mislead ourselves. I need you to hear that. We got to stop blaming it on the devil. Uh, we got to stop blaming it on them and they and all of this other stuff. No, no, no. It says fools deceive themselves. Good morning, everybody. Fools deceive themselves. So we can't blame it on the devil. It is because we have turned away from the sound wisdom and turned to what makes us feel good and what's comfortable for the right now. Deceived also means, let me, let me, let me, let me, let's dig into this for a minute. What do you, did you know deceives also means swindle or cheated? Did you realize when you don't move with caution, you swindle or we swindle ourselves right out of God's blessing? Let me just pause there for a minute. Did you hear what I just said? Did you hear what I said? When we are not prudent, when we're not cautious and we're, we're not listening and, and listening to wisdom, what happens is we fool ourselves. We deceive ourselves and deceive means swindle or cheated. Too many of us are cheating ourselves out of what God has for us. You be blamed, I'm talking about the devil. Uh-uh, God said you made the decision. The devil can tempt you, but you gotta make the decision. So it's not what they did but the things we allow and did with our own hands. And we can say, we can find ourselves blaming others, but the deceived part, is, but, but the part that's deceived is us for our own lack of caution. So what's this wisdom foundation? The ability to discern. We said wisdom lives together with good judgment. And we said wisdom is godly intellect or intelligence that partners with making the right decisions. Ooh, this good. So let me keep going. And we said prudent. We got to be cautious. Be cautious in this year. You know, 
Uh, I'm not just trying to get, and it ain't just for this. You actually, this is for the rest of your life. Be cautious in what you take in. Be cautious in what you agree with. Be cautious what you jump on the bandwagon about. You got to be cautious in this season because you'll jump on somebody's amen corner. And God said, I ain't told you to amen that in no part. So we got to be cautious. That's right. Very cautious in what we are doing. Another thing about this our ability to have a wisdom foundation is the ability to know the self. James 3.15 said, for jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. Now, let me tell you how this just blessed me real good. The scripture says jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. I highlighted that. Because then I couldn't get rid of Because you know what that means? That means then there is a counterfeit wisdom. And that wisdom is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. And that's the type of wisdom that some of us can find ourselves operating in if we're not cautious, if we're not discerning. So what does that mean? Decisions made when you are jealous. Decisions made when you are in a place of selfishness, decisions made when you are any kind of negative place, you fill in the blank. Um, it can present you with this false sense that you're making a wise choice. But God says that's not his kind of wisdom. Come on, somebody. That's not his kind of wisdom. I, I hear the Lord said too many people have jumped up and did these things out of their emotions. And he said, and it's almost like I can see him shaking his head saying, nope. That's not my kind of wisdom. He said, that's earthly, that's spiritual, that's demonic. You're making decisions out of a place of brokenness. You're making a decision out of your jealousies. You're making a decision out of your selfishness. You're making a decision that is demonic because anything that's contrary to God, that falls in the demonic. You're making these decisions and the enemy is allowing you, it's feeding that in you and you make these decisions and feel self-righteous. But I hear God saying, uh-uh, that's not my kind of wisdom. Y'all see the scripture on, on, the, on the screen. I didn't make this up. This is what the word says. This is what the word says. I was like, oh, God, that is, that is, you're right. Come on, it's helping me today. So what's the remedy? Let me tell you what the remedy is. It's time. Thank you, Jesus. It's time to take some really hard and realistic looks at ourselves to see if we are walking in godly wisdom. And the psalmist, I love this one of my scriptures, Psalms 139, verse 23 and 24 says, search me. Oh God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. And he told me to highlight the lead me. You know what the, I hold the Holy Ghost say? He said, many times I can't lead you because you're not willing to come. You're not willing to come search for me. You're not willing to come ask me. It's places and spaces and things in us that are broken that God said, I can't fix but because you won't let me lead you. He said in this year, this year, if you have been doing your own thing, he said, this is the time to shift up and let me lead you so that I can switch you into the place where you are walking in right understanding. You are walking with the right godly kind of wisdom. Amen. And then this wisdom foundation, we're still talking about our wisdom foundation, is to learn to love what God loves and hate what God hates. We got to learn how to love what God loves and hate what God hates. That's wisdom. Now, I'm not talking about people. This ain't about me hating people because God loves people. So that ain't, so the hate ain't towards people. It's towards actions and it's towards the movement of the demonic that can set up in our lives. Thank you, Jesus. And so let me read this scripture, Proverbs 6, 
16 through 19, New Living Translate. And I know y'all know the scripture. It said, there are six things the Lord hates. No, seven things he detests. He don't just hate it. He detests it. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that kill the innocent, a heart that plots evil, feet that race to do wrong, a false witness who pours out lies, a person who sows discord in a family. Let me just break those down for you really, really quick. And then we are going to pray. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So first of all, he said what he detests, this detest is arrogant or or the haughty eyes. Those are arrogance that's looking down on air, looking on somebody with arrogance or disdain. It's pride. That's what it is. Pride. When we look down on others, what we really are saying is I'm better than you. God says that is something he hates. We need God with godly wisdom to unveil the area of superiority in our hearts. And this thing is subtle, y'all. See, I'm going to tell you where we see it. And I'm going to talk. I'm talking about the church. I ain't talking about the world. We see it in these battles every time we get to politics or every time we got to uh, elect a new official. We see these battles. One one party is swaying you ain't saved unless you voting like them. The other party is doing it. So we got these back and forth battles. And you know what I see the Lord saying? He was like, where is the love that my children are supposed to have for each other? When the people are looking on, what do they see? They see us in these prideful states believing we the only one and we the right one and ain't nobody right unless they believe exactly what I believe and how I believe it in the way I believe. So we see these battles. We see these battles around churches. Oh, my church better than your church. We the best thing since sliced bread. You know, we are the living water. I'll be like, hold on. Come on, somebody. Uh, I, last time I checked, none of us was the living water. God himself, Jesus himself is the living water. And we all need to go drink. If I don't go drink, I ain't got nothing to pour to you. If you don't got drink, you ain't got nothing to pour to anybody else. And so we see these battles around stuff that the enemy feeds us. And God says, all of that is a lack of wisdom. He said in 1 John 3, 18, dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let's show the truth by our action. I just believe God is saying enough is enough. Wisdom is saying, even if I see my sister, my brother doing something they ain't got no business to do, if I don't have a personal relationship with you, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. And I'm going to pray that somebody that's close to you would tell you the truth. I'm not going to get on Facebook and start ragging you and talking about you. You know why? Because you're my brother. Let's be for real. Let's think about family for a minute. Let me just, let me insert this. If you got a sister or a brother and they might be getting on your last and final nerves, you might, they be, might be doing stuff that's real crazy. I don't see you getting on Facebook telling and revealing all they dirt. I don't see you getting on Facebook telling everybody they are this, they are that, they are this and the other. No, what you doing? You telling it to your brother or sister or you praying and saying, Lord, help them because um, they ain't got it together. Why we can't do that in the family of God? Okay, all right, I'm gonna keep going. Uh, he said he don't like lying tongues. Thank you, Jesus. That's right. Let's 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 cover. Now I ain't saying we we come in agreement with somebody's foolishness. But at the same time, why we ain't praying for folks? I just believe some of these folks that we see falling and we're going to see falling in, in this next year, some of them are falling because nobody was praying for them. That, that's my belief. Some some people were not praying for them. Some people wasn't seeing that was close and was seeing the foolishness going on. And they didn't they didn't pray for them. They were just like, oh, I'm just going to wait and see what's happening. I'm going to be, I got my popcorn and I'm ready. No, I feel like God is going to say, why weren't you praying for them? All right. Lying tongues. One of the underlying purposes of a lie is to cover yourself. 
It's to make you appear to be more than what you have or more than what you've done. It, so it's like you stretching the truth because you want to appear a certain way. Or you want, or you lie because you want to appear the victim as though someone has done you wrong, or you want to present your side of a case because you know that you jacked up something, but you're, you're going to lie about. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. God said that's the kind of lies that are going on. People are lying to make themselves feel better or they're lying to tear down and destroy the character of somebody else. John 7, 18 said, those who speak for themselves want glory only for themselves. But a person who seeks to honor the one who sent him speaks truths, not lies. See, God said, I need more truth tellers in this season. Tell the truth. Stop lying to, to, to better yourself. Stop, stop trying to fight, uh, paint this false image of yourself. If it's jacked up, you know what? It's just jacked up. That's one thing. The devil ain't never got to worry about telling my story because I tell on myself all the time. I will tell you if I messed up something. I will tell you if I'm off on something. I will tell you myself. So I ain't got to run around lying and trying to, and then first, once you lie, you got to try to remember the lie. You say, I can't, I'm, I'm getting too old for that. I can't try to keep up with that. I just tell you the truth because I know the truth is always the truth. God says, you speak for yourself. It's actually to get glory for you. I just thank you, Lord, that you're going to do so with it. He said, hands that kill the innocent. Deuteronomy 27, 25 said, curse is anyone who accepts payment. This one, to kill an innocent person and all the person will reply, amen. I said, Lord, why are you having that? He said, because you know, you in a sense, you or I or anybody, when you are trying to kill, we're not even talking, and I'm not talking about the the the, the natural, because we know in the natural killing is wrong. But God is talking about this from a spiritual perspective. Don't you know when you come into agreement to try to kill somebody's purpose, try to kill an innocent person's um walk, to try to kill an inner person, innocent person's um language in terms of what they say and their purpose, God says, uh, that's not right. He said, no, that's that's not he, cursed is there's a cursing upon you when you or anybody else. If, if we try to go and destroy somebody's purpose name um, in this world. And again, why do we do that? It's because we haven't let God show us the hidden stuff that's on the inside of us. And it causes us to get in wrong places. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. He talks about a heart. A heart that plots evil. Psalms 36 and 4 says, they lie awake at night hatching sinful plots. Their actions are never good. They make no attempt to turn from evil. See, they're just some and that's unfortunate. Now, look, 
we always read stuff like this and automatically think, oh, this is the unsaved. No, there's some folks that say they saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongue and, 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 and on their way to glory that have heart, hate in their heart. Guess what? If we don't let God do the work in us, our wisdom foundation has to be secure. Our wisdom foundation. And what happens a lot of time where the, the evil comes in is because you didn't deal with your work. If there's jealousies, is there envy? An enemy may start that off by telling you, you're not good enough. So first of all, it's this self-rejection that'll turn into something else if it's not dealt with, because then you'll start this comparison. I'm not like person A. I'm not, I don't seem like that person. I don't preach like that person. I don't pray like that person. And then what happened is that will turn from, well, that person just had it better than me. Uh, that person is this, that, and the other. And so the enemy will help you build on this wrong kind of understanding to before you know it, you're ready to kill the person. You're ready to destroy the person. You're ready to give um, a, a report that's not true. And you find yourself can't sleep. You hatching sinful plots. And God says, that's never good. Uh-uh, that's never good. Lord, help us. I never want my heart to be turned over to plotting the evil or the downfall of anybody else. And he said, the other thing is feed that race to do wrong. Proverbs 20 and 19 says, gossip can't, uh, uh, this is from the message. It said, gossips can't keep secrets, so never confide in a blabbermouth. I love that. Never confide in blabbermouth. See, there's some people, there's some things, even my husband was saying something uh, not too long. He said somebody talked too much. And he said, because they talk too much, they always just talk and talk and talk and talk. It. And if you're not, um, all right, thank you. Uh, they, they keep talking and talking and talking. And guess what? Sometimes you talk too much and you start saying things either over yourself or over other people that don't align with godly wisdom. Because we can go back to that, that scripture. What did I say? God said there's a certain kind of wisdom that is in selfishness and all these other things. He said there's not of him. That's that that that's that um, demonic wisdom, that counterfeit wisdom. So God is saying sometimes in this season, you got to learn how to just shut up. You got to shut up, but you also got to you got to listen up. You got to listen because if everybody always want to come to you, you know how they do. They come to you with, you know, I'm really concerned about so and so because they, they, they hoping you will go ahead and say, well, why are you concerned about so and so? Oh, girl, let me tell you this. Let me tell you that they did this. They did that. You know, I thought they was a woman of God. I thought they was a man of God, but they doing this. They, I mean, they've got the neck roll trying to tell you something because they can't keep no secrets. So never confide in the blabbermouth because you might as well just go on and put it on the billboard. Okay, thank you, Holy Ghost. The gossipers. False witness who pours out lies. Titus 3 and 2 says they must not slander anyone and must avoid quarreling. Instead, they should be gentle and show true humility to everyone. God said this is his requirement for us. We're not to be slandering nobody. We're not to be slandering nobody. And we should avoid quarreling. People, there are people that confide in me about stuff. Guess what I don't do? You confide in me, you confided in me. That's that's your stuff. You confided in me. Um, I'm not getting ready to go tell everybody what you confided in me, number one. Number two, I also realize that you're telling me your story from your perspective. I also realize that as much as I see, I don't know everything. So I can't instantly 
paint a bad picture of the other person. Why? Because I don't know the full story. Doesn't mean I don't believe you, but I'm always going to God and say, God, give me the fuller story. Because to be honest, I can't help you, coach you, mentor you if I don't, if I'm not willing to go to God and ask God to give me the wisdom on how to help you. So God said, just false witness who pour out lies. We got to be careful that we don't find ourselves in that place. And you better make sure you um not the ear gate or the dumping place for somebody to do you. And then the last thing, he's a person who sows discord or conflict in a family. Now, this is a longer piece of a scripture. This is um, coming from four, one through um, three. And then you have, if you have any specifically prayer requests, you can put them in the comment at this time while I finish this up, because we're going to go into prayer. A person who sows discord or conflict in a family. Um, what is causing the quarrels and fights amongst you? Don't they come from the evil desires at war within you? You want what you don't have, so you scheme and kill to get it. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it, so you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Yet, you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. And even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what will give you pleasure. God is saying, you know, in this time, he's saying, children, I need you to grow up. I need you, he, God is calling for us to grow up in this year. He is calling us to grow up. We have no longer an excuse to stay in broken places. We have no longer excuse to fight and quarrel and get is easily offended. We have no reason for that. Why? Because we can let God build a wisdom foundation in us. He wants to build us in a place so that we are depending on his wisdom. So what happens? We don't find ourselves then easily um going in the wrong direction. We don't find ourselves easily being um, offended. We don't find ourselves easily walking and going in wrong places because what did I start off with saying? That wisdom is load bearing. That's that foundation. A foundation is load bearing. So we're going to go ahead and pray. Lord, I thank you today. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details for wisdom. Thank you for bringing me back. Uh, I thank you, Father, for just giving me the opportunity to share with your people. I thank you for giving me the opportunity, Lord, to be able to, to teach and to talk and to help. And so, God, we thank you today because you already told us if we lack wisdom in any kind of way that we could come. And not only would you give us this wisdom, but you said you would give it to us in abundance. I thank you for the abundance of wisdom that is being released over your children in this time. Lord God, we are starting with the right foundation. Our foundation is going to start with us bowing down to you. We're going to bow down to you. We're going to humble ourselves. Father, if there be any stuck up, any ways in us that are not according to you, then Father, we are going to bring it to you. I see your, your prayer, Jacqueline. We're going to bring it to you. And Father, we ask it right now that you would search us, show us if there's anything in us that has put us in a foolish place. Lord, we do not want to be foolish. We don't want to be misled. We don't want to be deceived. We don't want to even refuse and be hard-hearted and 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 um um 
not have the ability to hear from you and follow your instructions. So Father, we're asking you to soften our hearts right now. Bring us to the place where we can hear clearly and be able to move. Lord, we don't want to despise your teaching. We don't want to despise uh, what you have called for us to do. Lord, we don't want to hate or have a distaste because we are happy and comfortable in these places. Help us, Lord God, to come up out of those places of comfort. Help us to walk into a place so that we can uh, learn how to apply the wisdom. Lord God, we reverence you. We fear you. We honor you. We thank you, Lord God. We thank you today that you said you are breaking down some wrong foundation. Those with cracks in them, you ain't just sealing the cracks. You're digging up and laying a new foundation. If we need a new wisdom foundation laid in our lives, God, we say, have your way. We say yes and amen to your will. Lord God, because we thank you because you said as you laid the foundation, it got to cure. So Father, thank you for giving us the ability to wait on your timing so that it can bear the load of the things that are ahead of us. Sometimes we want to move quick. Sometimes we want a quick response and a quick answer. But I thank you, Lord God, that we are learning how to have that P word. Oh, Lord, it's like cussing. Father, but that P word is patient. Lord, we thank you that we are learning how to be patient, that you are giving us the grace to wait. You are giving us the grace to stand. You are giving us the grace to watch and do and hear and only move when you say move. When you say stand, we'll stand. When you say move, we'll move. When you say pray, we'll pray. When you say stop, we'll stop. When you say go, you'll go. Whatever it is you say, Lord God, we want to do it. Because we thank you, Lord God, that wisdom is happening and growing underneath. That Lord God, the underneath work, the un the unseen work. God, we thank you that you are building us up underneath and you are doing the work on the inside of us. I thank you, Lord God, for this ability to discern. Father, we thank you for the release of God, godly intellect and intelligence in this season. God, I thank you that not only you've given us godly intelligence and wisdom, you also told me a long time ago, when we apply that godly intellect and intelligence, there's no way we can be in lack. We will not be in lack financially. We will not be in lack physically. We will not be in lack emotionally. Every part of our life will be rich when we apply your wisdom. And we thank you because wisdom, godly intellect, you said, lives together with good judgment. So Lord God, we thank you that we're going to use this godly intellect and we're going to make the right decisions. We're going to ask you for knowledge. We're going to ask you to give us the information. Lord God, release information over your children that are trying to figure out how to uh, establish their buildings. Give them awareness, Lord God, of their limitations and their ability. Give us a realization of things, what need to be changed and what we need to do. Lord, we thank you right now for the discernment that you're releasing, that we have a spiritual sensitivity to your truth, that we will not be easily deceived, that we won't just follow something because it sound good because it's too much stuff that sound good but it's not solid lord help us to walk and to stand on that which is solid we thank you today lord god ah we thank you for us having a caution in our heart we ain't just gonna be fools and deceive ourselves no longer no more are we gonna be deceived by the by flowery words and and tickling things and and the and the whistles and blows and whistles and all of the the tricks and smoke lord god we are not going to be deceived by that we're going to listen and we're going to obey Bay. We thank you, Lord God, for the ability today to understand who we are, Lord, because we don't want to be making decisions out of jealousy or selfishness or brokenness. We want to make decisions out of your kind of wisdom, because you said when we make decisions out of that, that's not your kind of wisdom. So, Father, I thank you today that we're going to learn to love what you love and hate what you hate. That's not people. That's conditions. That's ways. That's the things of the enemy that tries to come in and deceive and tear down and break down. And so we thank Thank you today, Lord God, that we're going to walk in who you've called us to be. Father, I thank you right now. We are praying for Jacqueline and her, her father. 
Lord, we thank you right now. We're asking you that even though we might not be able to walk into where they are or where he is, God, we can send the word, Father. Uh, and today we send the word of healing to him. We send the word of restoration to him. We send the, the word to him, Lord God, of comfort. Lord, let him not be afraid. Let him be comforted. And Father, I thank you because you are, have the final say. So Father, we thank you for everything that you are doing in his life. We thank you for the changes and the shifts. We thank you, Father, for the healing right now to be released upon him. And we just give you the praise for that in the name of Jesus. Lord God, we thank you for endurance today. Father, we thank you that we're going to run the race. I hear the Lord say, are you going to be able to run the race? Sometimes, you know, we start off and you run fast. God said, just learn how to pace. See, this ain't a sprint. So we got to learn how to pace. So you got to run at the right speed so that you don't tire out too soon. So Father, I thank you that we are, we are decreeing and declaring that we're going to be long distance runners, that we ain't just going to be sprinters, but we can make it to this point and we fall apart. I thank you, Lord God, for building long endurance uh, runners inside of us. Lord, we say thank you. We give you the praise for it right now in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for the abundance of what you are doing in our lives. I thank you, Father, because as you're building this wisdom foundation in us, I thank you that you're going to give witty ideas and, and even new things that are coming to your children. Uh, God said, you can ask me for anything. We always think, I just got to ask God for it. And then we give him this little box. He said, no, I want, to, I want my wisdom to be applied to every part of your life, whether you're trying to figure out who you gonna marry? God said, ask me, show me. He said, whether you, you, you trying to build a business, he said, ask me, I'll show you. So father, today we thank you that you are showing us the things that we need, the blueprint, how to be the right kind of parent, how to be the right kind of spouse. God, there's no part of our lives that we don't need you. And today we say, thank you. We give you the praise. We give you the honor. We are grateful today for the wisdom of God. We thank you today and release that you are building a wisdom foundation. There's a newness in our foundation, assuring up of our foundation. No, we won't have saggy buildings. We won't have, we won't sag or lean on our foundation, but God said, you're going to stay straight up. I'm going to build you so that you are strong and you can stand before me. So God, I thank you for all that you are doing right now in the midst of us. Aha, God, we thank you right now for this building, this building, for this building of your people. Uh, God said that I'm building you in this season because I need you ready for what's to come. God needs us ready because this is the year where we're going to see there's a much need for the people of God, not just in the building, but you become the church that comes on your job or, or wherever you are. And God is saying he's going to need us more, but we got to have the wisdom so that we can make sure that we have, that's right, that we can have the right blueprints. We can right have the right strategies. We can have the right instructions because there are some things that's happen in some of your lives that's going to be so subtle. But if you don't have a strong wisdom foundation, you could just think, oh, that's got to be God. And God said, did you not ask me? Think about it. I, I instantly I reminded in the scripture when the people came to um, uh, Joseph, uh, Joshua, and they was like, oh, they had got some stale bread. They made their clothes all dirty. So they came was like, oh, yeah, see, we came from a long distance. So basically what they was doing was they were supposed to be annihilated, but they ended up making covenant with what God had told them to kill. And, and nowhere in that scripture did Joshua go into prayer and say, God, I know what this looks like. Come on, Holy Ghost. But is this the truth? God said, stop looking at a thing because a thing can look like the truth. 
But God said, until you come and ask him wisdom and, and seek in a discernment, you won't know and you'll be tricked and fooled. God, help us not to be tricked and fooled in this season because we don't want to be making covenants with stuff you've been trying to destroy in our lives. Come on, Holy Ghost. We don't want to be coming into agreement with stuff God said it's time to be broken. We don't want to come into agreement with things and people and situations and circumstances that we think look good, but God said, no, now you done cut off your blessing. Oh God, we don't want to cut off our blessing. We don't want to cut off what you're doing to us. So help us to make right connections. Help us to look past what it looks like. Help us to pray. Sometimes you want to say, somebody going to ask you to do something. You want to say, you know what? Let me go pray about that. And you're going to need to pray. And until you get an answer, not just, well, I didn't feel nothing wrong. Sometimes God don't answer us right away because he want to know how long you're going to wait for an answer. Sometimes we go, okay, I asked and I didn't hear nothing, so it must be good. No, he it, until he tell you, yes, don't you move. Until you hear a yes in your spirit, until you hear a, that you know that you know, then you better not move. Because God says he don't want, because see, even now, God is going to make good connections, right connections. That's right, Bethany. He want to make right connections, but the enemy will get in to try to connect you in the wrong way before you connect in the right way. So just because a thing look good, don't automatically say yes, because it's going to be some folks going to say, oh, I got the right kind of money. I got the right kind of this. It's, you know, somebody getting, somebody wanted to get married. They, the man going to have all the right kind of look. He going to be talking about he going to church, Bible thumping and all of that. And but when you dig deeper, you're going to see that was just a facade because the light wasn't in them. There was nothing godly about it. So God says, stop going based on what it looked like. He said, wisdom says, because see, if wisdom is a foundation, see, you should be able to dig deeper in your wisdom, but you should also be able to dig deeper in folks to see if they got any wisdom foundation. God, I thank you. We love you. You are so mighty. We love you. We love you. We love you today. And Father, even as before I end, Father, I thank you. We come against every falseness, every lie, every deception that the enemy has tried to put out on your people. I just feel a, a urge for us to pray for that. Father, your children are seeking after you. We're desiring to do and be who you've called to be. So Father, what you told me was this. See, those that come against you, that, that, that speak lies and pour out lies, God already said they curse. This is not your curse though they speak against you it they will eat of that fruit god said i never told you that you had to be eat the fruit on the seeds plant by a liar i never said that you have to eat the fruit planted by a, 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 a an um an attacker or somebody that came to attack you or kill you or stop your person he said i never told you that was your fruit he said your fruit is when i tell you to come up to the table and let me uh, come sup with me that's the where the where you will eat the fruit and the harvest. So God, those that have come against your people in the name of Jesus, Lord God, first and foremost, we ask you to bring them to a place of repentance, that they would repent and turn and know and understand their wickedness and that you are not pleased with it. But Father, I also decree and declare that even when you said some of them plot and they don't have no intentions of doing good, that may they then eat from the fruit of the seed that they planted. And oh, it might seem like it tastes good going down, but when it hit their belly, there's a sourness, a sickness of stomach that is going to hit them because they are eating from the rawness and the ugliness of what they have tried to plant in somebody's life. Father, and even in that, Lord God, even in the midst of the bellyache, the spiritual bellyache, may they still turn to you and come to a place of repentance because God, you are not playing. You're not playing. You're not playing with us. You're people who are calling themselves your people. You are telling us to get it together. You are telling us to act right. Uh, some of us are getting some spiritual 
spankings because we've been acting like spoiled children in the spirit. And you said enough is enough. You need a wisdom foundation and we're going to plant you in the right way so you could do the right thing. So God, we say thank you. We give you the honor. We give you the praise in Jesus name. Woo! Amen and amen. Oh, y'all, that was good. I missed y'all. I did not realize how much I missed just being able to do these prayers. And so we are here on Thursdays at 1030. Next week, we're going to continue on wisdom. And next week's lesson is wisdom and the bowed heart. Wisdom and the bowed heart. So um, God bless you. Um, and, you know, I know sometimes because this is a public platform, you know, everybody doesn't always want to put their prayers. If you still need prayer, you can always email me at alworshipcenter at gmail.com and I will and we will pray for your concerns. And so God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Y'all, that felt so good. Y'all just don't know. You know, we funny. I, let me just say this before I go. You know, we funny. Even when we're talking about this wisdom. See, God said, thank you. Thank you. You know, even when God said, step away for a minute, it was for a reason. I didn't understand it, but he showed me later. He said, because there were leeches. There were some that were following for the wrong reason. And so God will protect you. You and I just got to know that we got to do what he says do. And he said at the right time when they drop off, because I lost a lot of followers. He said, but when they drop off, he said, then I'll tell you now it's time. Right. Why? He said, because this wasn't never about me having followers. This was never about the wrong thing. This was always about God trying to equip his people, period. It ain't about Jewel. It ain't about me at all. All I'm just grateful for is that he allowed me to be a vessel to be able to plant, to help, to encourage uh, us as we continue to walk. So you know what I say? We're going to pray until mountains move. So until next next week, God bless. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.